Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hail Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Dan Reed, young nephew of the Lone Ranger, rode the trail from the Enchanted Hills to Frontier Town. As he rode leisurely along where the trail skirted a small hill, he suddenly heard shooting. Golly, Victor, those shots came from up ahead around the bend. Come on, Victor. As Dan rounded the bend, he saw two horsemen riding away from a buckboard which was stopped along the trail. An old man slumped on the seat, and a small boy was sobbing in fear beside him. Oh, oh, Victor, hold on, hold on, steady on. Grandpa, Grandpa. Golly, what happened? Two, two outlaws stopped it. Grandpa was taking some gold into town. He wouldn't give it to them. So he shot him and took it anyway. I saw them riding away. I'll see how badly your grandfather's hurt. They, they took my gold. I'm done for. I'll make a bandage out of my neckerchief and then no. I'll... It's, it's too late, son. Take, take Jimmy to Mother Willard. Tell Sheriff Taylor. 
My name's Clayton. Will Clayton. I, I recognized one of the men. He... <coughs> Jimmy. Poor little Jimmy. I... Grandpa. Grandpa. Don't cry, Jimmy. I'll drive the buckboard into Frontier Town to the sheriff's office. And I'll take you to Mother Willard's. It was some time later when Dan reached Frontier Town and told his story to the sheriff. After Sheriff Taylor had sent one of his deputies to take care of the old man's body, he questioned Dan and Jimmy in his office. Then leaving little Jimmy with Mother Willard... Dan bought some supplies at the general store and returned to the camp in the Enchanted Hills, which he shared with Tonto and the Lone Ranger. Ho, ho, Victor, ho. Easy, boy, steady. Well, Dan, I expected you back sooner. I know, sir, but two outlaws shot old Mr. Clayton on the trail. I drove him and his grandson Jimmy into Frontier Town. And me hear you say outlaws hold up man on trail, Dan? Yes, Tonto. Dan says they shot old Mr. Clayton. Mm. Mr. Clayton was killed, sir. Killed? Yes, sir. I got there as the outlaws were riding away. The old man tried to tell me about everything, but... Well, he died before he could say much. I see. What did you do, Dan? Well, I went to Sheriff Taylor, and I took the boy over to Mother Willard's. The grandfather asked me to take him there. Old Clayton has small claim in Enchanted Hills. Yes. The claim will belong to his grandson now, I suppose. I wonder why those outlaws killed him. He had gold and refused to give it up, so they shot him and took it. And so the boy says... I didn't think Will Clayton ever dug enough gold at one time to be worth bothering about. After supper, Toto, we'll ride into Frontier Town. I'll wear a disguise instead of my mask so that I can talk to little Jimmy Clayton. Mm, that's good. I hope the boy can give me an idea as to where all the gold came from and what the outlaws look like. All right, come on, we'll eat supper now. After eating supper, the Lone Ranger spent some time disguising his face until finally he looked like a typical cowpoke. Then he and Tonto rode to Frontier Town and reined up before Mother Willard's rooming house. Me, me wait and look after horses, Kimasabi. All right, Tonto. Good evening. If you come for a room, I'm afraid right now. I'm I didn't happy. come for a room, Mother Willard. Oh, land sakes, I'd know that voice anywhere. Come in. Thank you. I uh, came to talk to Jimmy Clayton, the boy Dan left here today. Oh, yes. Wasn't it terrible about poor Will Clayton? I declare the boy's going to miss him something awful. Whole thing's been a shock to the youngster. Yes, it must have been. I thought perhaps if I talked to him a few moments, I might... Oh, I'm sure that'll be all right. He's out in the kitchen finishing up his supper. I'll call him in. Jimmy, come in here a minute, son. There's someone to see you. Yes, ma'am. Jimmy, this is a very good friend of your grandpa's and mine. Hello. Hello, Jimmy. I knew your grandfather. Would you answer a few questions for me? Yes, sir. You remember Dan Reed, don't you? Oh, yes. Dan was the one who brought me here. I like him a lot. Well, I'm a friend of Dan's. Now, uh, you told him your grandfather was carrying gold with him. Did he get it from his claim? No, sir. A man gave it to Grandpa when Grandpa signed a paper saying the man owned the claim. 
You mean Mr. Clayton sold his claim to someone? Uh-huh. Poor soul. He worked that claim for so long without turning up enough to keep body and soul together. And then just when he gets someone to buy it, he's shot down and robbed. Yes, it's unfortunate. Do you know the man who bought the claim, Jimmy? No, sir. I reckon you could find out from Ted Mitchell when the new owner goes to the Powderhorn Land Office to have the title changed on that claim. Yes, that's right. Well, Jimmy, thanks for talking to me. Dan will come to see you soon. Gee, Willie, I like Dan a lot. Of course he will, Dan. Now you run along to bed. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, Jimmy. I'm sorry you couldn't learn anything from the boy. I was hoping that you Perhaps I did learn something, Mother Willard. I'll go now, but I'll be seeing you again soon. Good night. Good night. You talked to Boy Kimasabi? Yes, Tonto, but he couldn't tell me much. I did find out, though, that Clayton sold his claim to someone... The stolen gold was a payment for the claim. Then gold not come from Clayton's mine. Evidently not. Mother Willard said Clayton got barely enough from his claim to live on. Uh, me not savvy why someone buy it. That's what I can understand, Tonto. But that's the first thing I'm going to try to find out. Easy, steady, big fellow. Montalvo! That evening, at a corner table in the Bright Lights Cafe in Frontier Town, two men sat talking in low tones. Yep. (laughs) I guess you have to admit Lou Milton is smart, huh, Blackie? Well, from the way you talk about yourself, it's easy to see you think so, Lou. (laughs) Frankly, I'll wait a while before I do admit you're smart. If the old man talked before he died... Don't worry. From what I hear, he was found by some boy and brought into town dead. He didn't have a chance to do any talking. If he hadn't recognized me, he wouldn't be dead now. Good thing he didn't call your name in front of that grandson of his who was riding with him. Yeah. But all he said was, I know who you are and I'll... That's when I let him have it. I know by the way he looked at me that he did know, too. Uh, Do you think it'll be safe to go to the land office tomorrow with that paper he signed? Sure, why not? He signed the claim over to me and I paid him off in gold, didn't I? Can I help it if someone robbed him on the way to town? <laughs> nope. I guess you can't, Lou. But the land agent might wonder why you were willing to pay so much to get a claim to a mine that hasn't paid off. That's none of his business, one way or another. As long as the transfer was legal, he'll have to register the claim in my name. I'll get it fixed up in the morning. Come on, have another drink. <laughs> It was noon of the following day when Tonto, who had gone to the land office in Frontier Town, returned to the Lone Ranger's camp in the Enchanted Hills. Moscow, oh, hopefully. Hopefully. Easy. Easy, that boy. Well, Tonto, find out anything? Ah. Land agent, Ted Mitchell, say that man come in this morning and him have papers signed by old Will Clayton. I see. And papers say Clayton sell him claim for $5,000 in gold. That was the gold he lost in the holdup. That's right. What's the name of the man who bought the mine? On him fellow by name Lou Milton. Lou Milton. Ah. The name isn't familiar. Uh, me not know him either. But Dan. Yes, sir. Come here a minute, will you? What is it, sir? Did Will Clayton say anything at all before he died? I mean, anything unusual? Well, he he tried to tell me what happened. Outside of that, he 
No, he did say one thing. Oh? What was that? He told me he recognized one of the outlaws. Hmm. That's interesting. But him not say name, then. Well, he didn't get a chance. He started to cough, and then, well... Oh, yes, I know. But old Will Clayton didn't know very many people. The fact that he did recognize one of them is something to think about. Not right. Then, while Tonto and I make some inquiries this afternoon, I suggest you go over to Clayton's cabin and get his grandson's belongings. You want me to take them to him at Mother Willard's? No, bring them here to our camp. Next trip you make to town, you can take them with you. All right, sir. I'll ride over to the cabin right now. We'll ride to Frontier Town and see what we can find out, Tonto. Right. Hey, boy. Bye. Adios, Adios then. then. Come on, Victor. We go now, Team Asabi. Yes. Yes, Silver. Let's go, Tonto. Come on, Silver. A short time later, Dan Reed drew rein in front of the cabin where Will Clayton and Jimmy had lived, about a hundred yards from the mine entrance. Ho, ho, Victor, ho, ho, steady boy. <sighs> Jimmy's few belongings were not hard to find, and within a short time, Dan had them rolled into a bundle to take with him. As he turned to leave the cabin, he glanced out the side window and saw what? two horsemen riding off to the right of the trail. Wow. Dan waited until they had gone from view around a low hill. Then he left the cabin and mounted Victor. Steady, boy. Easy, fellow. <laughs> Honey, they weren't following the trail. I wonder where they were going. <laughs> Tell you what, Victor. We'll ride after them and find out. They didn't go to the mine entrance, and yet they're on the Clayton land. Come on, Victor. Dan rode around the small hill, expecting to see the two horsemen a short distance in front of him. But they were not in sight. Dan reined up in surprise. Ho, ho, Victor, ho, boy, ho. Golly, I wonder where they could have gone. We'll try to follow their sign, Victor. Maybe we can... Oh. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. Dan Reed had cried out and fallen from his horse when shots rang out as he sat wondering where the two horsemen had gone. A few minutes later, Dan opened his eyes and stared into the face of Lou Milton, who was bending over him. Oh. Oh. I guess you're the one who shot me. One of the bullets just creased your skull, kid. 
You're all right. Too bad it didn't plug you, kid. Shut up, Blackie. But, but why did you shoot at me? Because you were snooping around where you didn't belong, that's why. I didn't know you were just a kid from where we were watching. But like Blackie says, you have no business here. I'll tie this neckerchief on your head. You'll feel all right in a few minutes. Yeah. Thanks. Oh. Golly, I, I feel almost too shaky to ride. Uh, don't worry. You aren't going to do any riding, Button. But well, I have to leave now. Sorry, but you'll have to stay. At least until we find out who sent you trailing us. Nobody sent me. I went to the Clayton cabin to get Jimmy Clayton's clothes. I saw you ride by off the trail, so... Well, I was curious, so I followed. It don't pay to be too curious, fella. Shut up, Blackie. Look, kid. The fact is, I've bought this claim from old Clayton. Bought it the day before he was killed. Oh. You see, we have a right to be here. We were just sort of inspecting the property, that's all. Look, Lou, we can't let that... I told you before to keep quiet, Blackie. You're lucky, kid, that you're not hurt bad. Since that bundle tied to your saddle there bears out what you told us about getting the Clayton kids' things, we'll let you go on about your business. Thanks. But if you or anyone else come snooping around here again, we'll... Forget it, Blackie. All right, kid, get on your horse and get going. Yes, sir. Come on, Victor. Dan, though feeling rather shaky, was able to ride back to camp. He lay down to rest while he waited for the Lone Ranger and Tonto to return. It was an hour later when they arrived. Oh, 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 look. And his head is bandaged. Dan, what happened? I didn't hear you rain up. What happened to your head, Dan? I saw two men riding around a hill over at the Clayton place, so I followed. Go on. I'll look at your head while you talk. When I rounded the hill, they weren't in sight. I was going to try to follow their sign, but just then they shot at me. Shot at you? Yes. It's just a crease. Fortunately, that's true. I was stunned and fell from Victor's back. When I came to, they were leaning over me. Who were they, Dan? Do you know? Well, one said his name is Lou Milton. The other one was called Blackie. Lou Milton. That's the man who bought the Clayton mine. Um, that right. But, Dan, why them shoot at boy like you? They said they didn't realize it was a boy until they came up to me. Blackie wanted to make me stay there, but Mr. Milton let me go. Hmm. Something strange about all this. Ah. Funny thing was that uh, I don't know where they were when they shot. And even afterward, their horses weren't in sight. I see. How do you feel now, Dan? Oh, I feel all right now, sir. Well enough to ride to Frontier Town with a message to Sheriff Taylor? Oh, sure. Uh, I can take Jimmy's things in at the same time. All right. I'll give you a note. Then you come back here and wait for Tonto and me. Yes, sir. Uh, what we do, Kim Fubby? We're going to do some investigating, Tonto. I have an idea about what's going on. And what's more, we may be able to catch the man who killed and robbed Will Clayton. After Dan had left for Frontier Town... The Lone Ranger and Tonto set out for the Clayton place. As they passed the cabin, Tonto spoke. We not go to mine entrance, Kimasabi? No, Tonto. We're going around the hill where Dan went. But if men watch and shoot, maybe. We'll be ready for them. Um, what do you think them do on the other side hill? Well, I'm not sure, of course. But I have a good idea. 
I'm sure you've wondered why Lou Milton paid 5000 in gold for a claim that's said to be no good. Ah, he'd speak about it for If he had a good reason for wanting that mine, he wouldn't be likely to talk about the transaction. Oh, that's true. I've also thought of the fact that Will Clayton would keep quiet about it. For fear someone who knew might tell Milton the mine wasn't any good. Ah, he begin to savvy now. Maybe you think... Oh, Silver, hold on. Oh, hold on. Why we stop? This is where Dan fell off Victor. See? Oh. Oh, me see plenty signs. Look there, Kimosabe. Yes. They rode their two horses that way. Directly toward the hillside. Ah. And what we do? Have your guns ready, Taro. We'll ride over there and see what we can find out. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. Meantime, inside a cave in the hillside, the entrance of which was hidden by tall brush, Lou and Blackie were getting ready to mount up and leave. Ah, we've done enough for today. Right into town now so as to get there before dark. Well, I'm sure ready to go. While I tighten this cinch, you better take a look outside and see that the way's clear. All right. <laughs> Easy there. Ah, that'll hold, I guess. Hey, Lou. There's two armories riding this way. One of them's masked. A couple of our hoods, huh? Come on, get your gun handy. Now, take a look out through the brush. They've stopped over where we winged that kid today. One's masked. The other's an Indian. Yeah. Look, they're pointing this way. I'd better take a shot at them. No, wait. Maybe they won't ride over here. If they do, they might not notice the cave entrance. Lou... They're riding this way now. Well, they don't know we're here, so we have the advantage. When they get close enough, we'll blast away at both of them. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode slowly toward the waiting men. The great horse Silver suddenly lifted his head and sniffed the air... He was immediately aware of the presence of other humans, and he knew that men in hiding meant danger. Once more, he lifted his head and sniffed. Then, giving a short whinny, <coughs> Silver stopped. Scout did the same. Otto, Silver senses danger. Ah. Uh, him act like him knows someone watching. Yes. He's staring directly to the bushes ahead of us. Ah. And what do we do, Kimasabi? I'll speak loudly, and we'll turn right away, Toto. We've found what I wanted to find. Huh. Well, there's nothing here. Guess we've made a mistake. Let's go back. Oh, get him up to town. Riding around the small hill out of sight, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. What we do, King of I have a plan that may work. I'll go around... Here comes Sheriff Taylor and Posse. Good. In the note I sent to him, I asked him to meet us here. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, it's Mask Comrade. Yeah, look at that stage. Never mind about the mask. He's a friend. That's enough for me. Well, mister, I came as soon as I got your note. Good enough. I think we'll find the answer to the Clayton killing and robbery 
Around the other side of that small hill. Oh, what do you mean? I'm certain the men we want are in a cave that leads to the back of Clayton's mine. Well, what are we waiting for? Because anyone in that cave could pick us off one by one out in the open. Hello, take Silver along with you. Lead the sheriff and the men to that place where that tall brush is. Ah, me do it. What are you aiming to do, mister? I'm going over the top of the hill on foot. Now, wait until I get a good start, then ride around the hill. Right. Meanwhile, just outside the cave entrance, behind the thick brush, Lou and Blackie still waited and watched. Well, Lou, looks like they've really gone. Let's go back and get our horses. Maybe they have, and maybe they haven't. Better wait a little longer, Blackie. I want to be plenty sure that would... Look, coming around the hill. A bunch of horsemen. Looks like a sheriff and a posse. Yeah, I guess it is at that. What are we going to do? We'll let them get close. Then I'll step out and warn them that they have no right on my property. But maybe they found out about Clayton's killing. How could they, unless you or me told them? I'll fire a shot in the air to stop them and warn them. You're on private land. That's a warning. Get out of here while you can. Come out here and answer some questions. Nothing doing. Get going before we let you have plenty of lead. They know we can pick them out of the saddles one by one. <laughs> we got them stopped. I don't know about that. Wait, look. On the hillside above us. The mass, hombre. He sneaked over the hill behind us. Drop your guns, both of you. Why should we? I own this land. We'll talk about that later. Drop your guns. Not on your life. Oh, my leg. You won't get me. At that moment, the Lone Ranger leaped downward, landing on Blackie and knocking to the ground behind the brush. I'll get you for that. All right, come ahead. Give it to him, mister. I'll settle you. All right, now get to your feet. Uh, Sheriff, sure, I'm going to make this man admit he found gold in that cave. Good. Gold Clayton didn't know he had. We own that cave. Tell the truth. Oh, we did find gold there. Blackie, shut up. Go on, talk. That's all I... Then put up your hands and fight some more. Oh, oh wait. Wait, I'll talk. No, I'll talk, mister. Blackie's the one... Shut up, you. Blackie will talk for himself. Sure. But not before I... Well, once for more. Oh, wait. Wait, don't you know? Then tell the truth. That you robbed and killed Clayton. That you bought his claim with gold stolen from his own mine on this side of the hill. That's right. That's right, Mr. Blackie. Why, you dirty double-crosser, Lou. You're the one who planned it all. The one who shot Clayton. That's the truth, mister, I swear. There's the story, Sheriff. Between the two, you can get enough evidence. Well, what do you know? Poor old Clayton had no way of knowing there was a lot of gold in this side of his hill. They must have found that hidden entrance. Clayton never knew about that. That's right. But the mine will now belong to his grandson, Jimmy. You can take charge of these killers now, Sheriff. Right. Come on, Toto. Uh-huh. Gosh, he sure had things figured out. Yep, that's right, he did. All right, men, let's get these two back to Frontier Town to the jail. That masked man sure knew how to get the truth out of that crook. That masked man knows how to do a lot of things, my friend. <laughs> Crooks like these two ought to be sure they're far away from the territory where that Lone Ranger's riding. You mean he's the Lone Ranger? Holy smoke. Gosh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, and neither did Blackie and that killer, Lou Milton. They'll remember the Lone Ranger all right now. You can bet on that.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.